0: welcome to this week's episode of instrument comics i'm alex freshback
1: and i've traveled each and every highway but more much more than this i did it my way hi everybody i'm matt golden and i'll be your captain today
0: And uh, after that note, uh, we're talking about Joker this week, for anyone not
1: clear. I just went to New York, so I'm really high on Frank Sinatra right now. Uh, That's all I listened to my entire time. And let me tell you, I just want to punch a bunch of prostitutes afterwards.
0: Uh, I mean, you first have to get embroiled with the mob, and then you get that right. Uh, Too late. (laughs) Or you can just play some Grand Theft Auto, whatever, influence you more. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought you meant. Okay.
0: I'm glad of every New York artist you chose Sinatra.
1: I mean he I thought he was the only uh, the, the artist only from, artist yeah. Yeah. legally
0: he's the only one that, <laughs> th- that New York can claim
1: yep uh and he's actually from Jersey if I'm not mistaken so you are correct Jersey cool. I believe yeah super super cool yeah
0: classic Nailed New York it. just like the Jets and the Giants trying to play meth their own yeah they, the Meadowlands is in Jersey people yeah They'll wake uh, up
1: it is not anywhere close to New York it is a 45 minute drive because I wanted to go to a game in the Meadowlands yeah uh I was just at New York Comic Con. We'll yeah. talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, it's it's far, far away. It's not close.
0: Anyways, so spoilers for Joker.
1: Oh, yeah. you got ahead of it. I'm super yeah. proud of you. Also, uh, I don't punch prostitutes. I think that uh, sex workers are wonderful. They do what they need to do to make a living and survive. No judgment here, everybody. Uh, Alex, talk about the Joker.
0: Oh, I will say this was a movie that you and I when we first announced, we were not excited for it at all. And then we heard who's That's directing true. it, and we saw who's casting it. And we were still not excited for it. Yeah, uh, we we're like, why accurate. does this, why does need to be made? Uh, then when the trailer came out, we're like, I mean, I guess I'll watch this trailer. And we're like, well, this seems interesting, but still not like super stoked for it. But then like rev- early reviews started pouring in, we're like maybe this won't be terrible. And like our our heart of darkness started like eroding in a little like. Little light started to break on through.
1: Yeah, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine.
0: And when me. you think of, I mean, brightness, you think of Joker.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you think of a happy situation, you obviously think of the Joker and what his life must have been like to make him like this. Okay,
0: I, I will say this too: I don't have ever watched a film where I just felt unsettled the entire time.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel right uh, yeah. in my head. <laughs> I didn't feel right in my body. Yeah. I was in a comfortable leather recliner at a brand new movie theater. And I just felt super fucking uneasy.
0: It uh, obviously starts mm-hmm. walking Phoenix as a character. Uh, oh,
1: I might have watched a different movie. <laughs> uh,
0: that movie was called Ad Astra. <laughs> yeah,
1: oops. I watched the Brad Pitt film. <laughs> it's basically the exact same thing. Uh,
0: but he is a clown working for uh, a company that, like... Rinse out clans for businesses that want to use them for like sales promotions and for whatever to make children smile in hospitals, you know, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And before we get into the weeds with all this stuff, I'm going to go ahead and lay everything out there so everybody knows personally where I stand. Um, and Alex and I have not discussed this at all. I don't know what he thinks in the movie. He doesn't know what I think of the movie.
0: Are you saying that you're anti-Batman?
1: This is going. Yes. A hundred percent. I hate Batman. Batman kills babies. And we will talk about that a lot more next week. You better fucking believe it. If you don't believe me, listen to that episode. Uh, however, I will say, uh, Joaquin Phoenix does a truly phenomenal job. I think that he will be nominated and possibly win the Oscar. I think Todd Phillips could be nominated for an Oscar. I think Joker will definitely be nominated for an Oscar for best picture. All of this being said, this is the worst Joker incarnation ever.
0: Okay, and I agree with you on all that. I I do think You're right agree with me on all those points. No, a lot of it. Uh, I
1: will high five you without even knowing. You see that? That was true. That
0: that was not. Uh, we didn't hire a sound studio to do that. That was live.
1: That yeah. was real. I hope in you your, all felt it in your face. Everybody else that does fake sounds.
0: But I like right now, to me, Walking Phoenix is my front runner for best actor. Uh, yeah, and I would even say. Even though he's not one, I would say Todd Phillips is probably my front runner for best director, just because like the Tony creator created for this film, the way he shot it, like kept that feeling of unease through me throughout the entire thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it. I mean, I guess I could get a best screenplay for best adapted, because uh, it would qualify for that. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the best picture right now, but for I think best it'll get nominated for nominated picture. Yeah. it's not the best yeah. picture but no but I do think best director and best actor I would not be upset if if they took a did you see the little.
1: trailer for 1917 I did yeah, yeah that looks 10 times better than this yeah, film
0: it just reminded me how Sam mm-hmm. Mendes is like a better Christopher Nolan but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like an enjoyable Christopher Nolan <laughs> yeah, like, it's like
1: if Christopher Nor- uh, Nolan made a film that people could understand and be like oh I yeah, get it
0: and like it's in my comic book related but like trailer two, another one at least for uh, the King's Man. And I was like, "Oh, Matthew Vaughn is now a better Guy Ritchie." Like, like yeah, that's what. One hundred percent.
1: Snatch is a great film, yeah, but Matthew Vaughn does everything <laughs> Guy Ritchie does ten times better. But and and Guy Ritchie's got a new film coming out too.
0: Uh, he had Aladdin just come out. I don't know what his next one is.
1: He's got another one coming out with some people. Aladdin two. Uh, what's the Curse uh, of all poop. Hugh Grant is going to be in it? as Oh, Notting Hill two. <laughs> yep, he yeah. is doing nothing. Still nodding. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but back to the film we're actually talking about joker uh todd phillips too he's his work has pretty much been at least his that bigger work glass has all been comedies uh obviously the hangover films he's probably most well known for uh his most recent film was war dogs which was a a comedy uh, of sorts uh, sort of yeah but he got his start doing uh, he broke out doing the Gigi Allen documentary back when he was in film school. Yeah, um, what
1: a fucking crazy documentary! That yeah, time. so
0: I mean, I can't like—I didn't know
1: that you knew what that was, but of course you do. Documentaries? Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, they're the things that air between television shows, right?
1: <laughs> uh, I heard you watched documentary now, and mm-hmm. now you're obsessed with documentaries.
0: It's true. <laughs> I have watched Grey Gardens once for the first five minutes, and I turned it off.
1: That's all you need to know to know what. And documentary is. I now
0: have a film degree. <laughs> Thank you, University of Phoenix.
1: I watched that in Breathless, and yeah. now I'm a film major. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, but... Those might have been the deepest jokes that we've
0: ever come yeah, up with. Yeah, look at us. I'm so proud yeah. of us. For, for a brief moment, we've like, had film snobs. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is why we are qualified to be upset. When the, like, when the superhero films we love don't get the awards that we think they deserve 10,000% because we also love all those snobby films too.
1: because we know who John Luke Gardner is. And mm-hmm. if you know who that is, then you deserve to uh, be upset at anything.
0: Yeah. He's someone that never used how to shoot a film in color. Come yeah. on, guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, there wasn't a lot of, okay. So the world was great for a brief second too. It took me a moment. Like, I'm like, this looks just like New York uh, in the beginning. but it was shot in New York. Uh, I didn't have like the true like Gotham feel to me. I did like that they mentioned Gotham several times over, but didn't like I have that feel they of Gotham because it was definitely, definitely New York. York, which I'm pretty sure Gotham was originally modeled after Chicago too.
1: Correct, so. that is correct. Um, and maybe it's because I was in New York literally a day <laughs> before I watched this film, but I was like, yeah. that's 100% yeah. New York."
0: Uh, so I, I think that was just one of my like my smaller knocks against it, but you, you kind of get over that because you do get like lost in the film. Because what,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: What like I do like love about it is obviously you get to see Joker or Arthur Flex uh, descent into becoming the Joker and what caused him to be that. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about if he's actually he, the Joker later
0: on. Even though he was never a good guy, like to begin with at all, uh, he wasn't a terrible guy, but he was just someone that had a terrible life. Like if there was ever an argument for like nature versus nurture, he is a monster that's created by both nature and nurture. Um.
1: Yeah, this so, had a rough life. Um yeah. what do you think of his uh run ins um uh, with Bruce Wayne? Or sorry, not Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne.
0: That actually didn't I didn't like that portrayal of Thomas Wayne. Because like in my mind, Thomas Wayne, in my canon, Thomas Wayne is always someone who is the benevolent like benefactor, someone who always wants to do the greater good, uh, and will always uh and is always out there uh to help to help others no matter what. Like him, like cursing and punching someone like that is not to me like that's not my thomas wayne in my head the, the the performance was good and everything but that's just not who i view thomas wayne as i was
1: i was definitely conflicted by it and i i've come to the conclusion that i don't dislike it and it's also not my favorite simultaneously i think that bruce and thomas are kind of the one in the same uh not batman but bruce himself yeah, yeah. they portray an image and what they are giving off when they're in the public is not who they really are. Yeah. yeah so
0: that, that's a good, that's a good interpretation. So that, that's, yeah. that's the way that I viewed yeah.
1: it. So I was like, this isn't really who he is, but he, you know, has to be this way because of the way that the city is.
0: Uh, and speaking of like the city, there's this great shot in the beginning where Arthur's coming home from a terrible day of work where he gets the sign stolen and gets beaten up and you see him like take the subway and walk up this massive flight of stairs, like the way it's shot. And you see him like every step feels weighted, and then that contrast. I'm going to go ahead and jump to the end of a great scene at the end. Whenever he's become Joker and he's going down the stairs, but he's dancing uh, and having a good time uh, and his full Joker regalia. Later. Uh okay. Yeah, but yeah, That's I I, like I, I just love the contrast mm-hmm. because like it shows like that there. I mean, obviously, it shows there was a massive change. Like Arthur was someone who thought he knew what he was, but never really knew who he was until he became Joker.
1: He was heavy and cumbersome and burdened, and he became light as a fucking feather uh, is kind of a good way of putting it. Yeah. What did you think of the dancing? It is an extremely prevalent part of this film. It is a massive part of who they made Joker, who they made Arthur Fleck become. What did you think of
0: it? I, I loved it. Like first of all, like I've been waiting for step up five, and so it's closing <laughs> I've gotten step up five. Uh, so I appreciated that. I've
1: been waiting for honey four, so I, uh, I feel you.
0: But like his dancing is like also like through him like an evolution of the character. Like it's creepy, it is unsettling, but as he becomes closer to being Joker, being a more confident person, being a more confident man, the dancing gets more confident, it gets more lively. Yeah. Uh, and it, it it's it's still creepy, but like in a state like like okay now I recognize who this person is.
1: Yeah. That first scene when he's dancing, uh, when he's at the gun in his apartment yeah. versus the scene where he's dancing down the stairs yeah. is holy shit. Yeah. That's two different fucking people.
0: Or even when he's mm-hmm. dancing, when he gets on to the, uh, the Murray show as well, too, that he comes out completely right. different. Yeah.
1: Whole Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, even the stairs to the, to then is, yeah. is even different.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, essentially though, I'll get, get just like the nitty gritty of the story. Arthur gets fired from his job because, you know, he brought a gun to a children's hospital, as we were all want to do. We've all been there. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: so many times. Yeah,
0: there is a wrongful termination lawsuit in there.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, he gets mugged by three yuppies on a train and murders them.
1: Uh, yep, true.
0: Which, when he does that, too, that that's the first real shift we see in his character. Uh,
1: what do you think about that scene? Because I've I've got parts that I like and parts that I don't like.
0: Uh, I mean...
1: From the, Even from that span of like yeah. a minute and a half.
0: Yeah, for the most part, like, I like it just because, like, I don't like yuppies. So, uh, <laughs> seeing yuppies be murdered, I, I was okay with. Uh, but there was like, as he was chasing down the one guy that got winged in the leg, mm-hmm. like, that was just a very intense scene. Like, that, like, it goes from self defense to cruelty so quickly.
1: And I, I love that they went with that, but they immediately go back to a, a slow paced vibe afterwards. What? Yes. And I really wanted it to just escalate and escalate. It,
0: it did escalate to the moment where he gets to go back to his apartment and he goes to I can't remember her character's name, but Zazzy he beats character's apartment, mm-hmm. knocks, she opens the door and, he, and just kisses her and embraces her right away. Uh, that yeah. was the escalation. Uh, sure. of that scene. And, then it,
1: and then it dies. Yeah, it dies. So um, that That's my point is it escalates and escalates. And sure, yeah. you get that that culmination of it. And it's like, here's that moment that he's wanted and that we've led to that we've been led to. And now it's slow. Yeah,
0: again. The, It was, it definitely was a slower film. Uh,
1: now that is again, not it, to say until
0: the third act, it, it, it's not knocking into film. It, it, it's just a slow burn of the film.
1: It is. But to me, that isn't Joker. Joker is, or sorry, the Joker yeah. to me is somebody who is chaotic and it's not slow. And it is, Fast, fast, kill, but kill.
0: I think we get that whenever he completes his transformation. Um, that's when the patient sure, changes.
1: We pretty much wait until uh, the fifth act. There's almost five fucking acts uh, that we have to get through to get to that.
0: I did like that, like, especially in the beginning, it's talked about how Arthur Dream being a stamp comedian, which is in line with a lot of his comic origins. Uh, like if you're upset about how this origin is portrayed, the Joker has so many origins, and no one knows which one is the actually true origin, which is part of the mystique of the Joker anyway. Uh,
1: well, that's, that's part of the appeal of, yeah. of the Joker and Heath Ledger in, yeah. uh the Dark Knight. Yeah, because he changes the story every like time, like four different yeah. fucking stories.
0: Uh, but uh, I will say, I did like how he he's, he's we're getting he's not funny, he's not funny, but there were some jokes, and like as he grows more into the Joker. His jokes got better. Like, they were dark and twisted jokes, but like, they were jokes that like, I thought were funny.
1: Oh, yeah. I was in a theater of probably 30 or 40 people, and then he was on the Murray show yeah. and, and saying jokes, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I was literally I was the only one laughing. laughing yeah, same in here. Whole fucking I was
0: the only one laughing.
1: I was like, Oh, this is spot yeah. a psycho. And everybody just figured out it was me. Fuck me.
0: Uh, what do you think of his interaction with Bruce?
1: Oh my god, it was so fucking creepy. Yes, it was one of the top three scenes for me in the, in the film, uh, because we get that interaction, right? That's the first time that we have Joker and anybody from the Batman universe actually interacting. Yeah, uh, yeah, I
0: guess that's. Quite, I yeah. see you searching, but it, yeah, it yeah, 100% yeah. No, I was trying to is. think, yeah, because Pennyworth doesn't come up until mm-hmm. later in that scene. Correct, uh, and it
1: is fucked up, and it's dark, yeah. and it's twisted. But you can see it from the Joker's point of view when he's like. I'm not trying to kill anybody. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make some people smile and laugh. Yeah. And it's dark. Yeah, it is super dark. He puts dark. his hands in this little kid's it's fucking so, mouth. Is, yeah. Well, it, it, Jesus The way
0: it's shot, too, it looks like he's creeping his hands around his neck yep. as well. Oh, man. To strangle him. Uh,
1: Speaking yeah. of unsettling, like you yeah. know that he's not about to kill this yeah. kid, but it makes you feel like you know yeah. that he's not doing anything good.
0: Okay. So... Oh, don't talk about it. What is your favorite moment in the film?
1: Oh my god. Okay. So I grew up in Dallas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. in the hockey boom. I'm sorry. In the early nineties.
0: It was also known as the Great Depression part two.
1: Um the Dallas Stars rightfully changed their song from rock and roll part two uh to a Dallas Stars song written by uh
0: Dirk Nowitzki. Tony Romo.
1: No, though that would be very. Troy Aikman, Jerry Jones. Um, it was Pantera actually. Oh, okay. So way better than all of those. Combined. A Texas band. Yeah. Yeah, it is a Texas band. Yeah. Uh, and they, I guess
0: Bowling for Soup" was not available. They
1: neglected Gary Glitter for right the proper reasons. However, when I have a lot of nostalgia with the song itself, yeah. I grew up with that. I celebrated with that yeah. song specifically. I mean,
0: it is the arena rock anthem.
1: It is, and it's yeah. still played in a lot of uh, a lot of stadiums. And a lot of people got rid of it, rightfully so. Yeah, like the All Stars did because they hate alliteration. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that was
0: his only crime.
1: <laughs> incorrect. That is very <laughs> incorrect. Do a little research, and you will find that uh, uh,
0: I wrote his autobiography. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> me, me and Gary are close personal. You can read screens.
0: it on Wikipedia.
1: The moment when he's dancing down those stairs, and I everybody's seen the gifts, everybody's seen uh, clips of it. Yeah. But you don't know that Gary no. Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2 is playing behind it, and I was fucking dancing in my seat, yeah. and I've listened to that song like six times since then, and every time I've danced like a fucking maniac.
0: <laughs> the best part about I that, I love it. The best part about that scene, too, is when the music cuts out because the cops show up, and you <laughs> see him dancing when there's no music, so he just looks like a psychopath <laughs> dancing up the
1: because that's what he really is. He yeah. was a psychopath yeah, exactly. dancing on the stairs. And I don't know if psychopath is the right word. I cannot quantify Limited. what he is. You cannot quantify what he is. Superhero. No. No. Okay. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. Pastry chef.
1: Possibly. <laughs>
0: uh, he did spend some time at Liberna Le- Den. So <laughs> that was that, that did not make the final cut.
1: Vernon Shirley enthusiast. Mm-hmm. You don't see it, but it's true.
0: Um My favorite scene was a scene. In his apartment where coworkers come to pay him a visit. Uh, Really?
1: That's your favorite scene? I'll tell
0: you why. Because he. I I hope you expand on it. Yeah. He he kills. His his coworkers come in and he locks the door. uh, With the. What not the bolt lock. Whatever you call it. The chain lock. Did you. Uh,
1: Okay. So. Give some more background on this. On this scene. Because I have a question to ask. Of you. Okay.
0: Uh, So he. It's it's one I had to ask. The knock on the door. uh, He's putting his clown makeup on. Uh, he grabs a pair of scissors, puts it behind his back, and they come. Knock him. They want to visit him because his mom died. They don't know that uh Joker killed his mom, uh, but he says he's happy, better than ever, and yada yada yada. And so, really, the bigger of the two coworkers was just there to make sure that they got their story straight because a cop was coming uh to to interview him. He wanted to well. make sure he didn't sell him out to exactly. The cops. Uh, and so basically.
1: He, the, there's two people that come. Yeah. One of them is a little person.
0: Yes. And he kills the bigger person, like just stabs him in the neck, like with the scissors. What I love about the scene, too, is I think Phillips did such a good job. It's like I was not sure whether he was going to kill his co workers or not. Like, it, it, until until he pulls a knife and stabs him in the neck, I didn't think it was 100% going to happen. I thought it was a possibility that it would, possibly that it wouldn't happen. Because uh, the transition it didn't does, happen. It does leave you guessing. A bit. Uh, but. My favorite thing is when his little person co-worker is talking to him after he's dead. Like, what have you done? He's like, oh, don't worry. You can leave. And I knew that he put the lock on the door knowing that, that he couldn't reach it. Uh, that,
1: that was my question is, did he do that on purpose? hundred percent.
0: hundred percent did on purpose. Knowing that he was going yes. to
1: kill uh, Big Man because that dude yes. is massive. Because he's like
0: 6'4", Two things in there. Like, show me the first thing. Like That is when he becomes the Joker. When jokes get funny. Whenever his former co little person walks past and meets on the floor. And he jumps up and he just scares him like that is 100% a Joker joke. And then watching him struggle with the chain and then coming over and unlocking it and opening the door. And like going and just like giving him like a kiss on the head or a pat on the head and like thing on his way. That to me was like, okay, that's the Joker right there. That was a Joker that I know.
1: So I've got I've got a couple points here because one, I didn't quite think of it like that. But now that you've said that, that might be my favorite actual moment of the Joker being the Joker. Yeah, And when I say it might be, it's it's 100% definitely my favorite moment of the Joker being the Joker. Because in the moment, I was just scared for this man. Yeah, Like, oh, what the fuck is about to happen to Especially him? Especially
0: because he was such a good person. Like, he was the nicest person to him and, at the place he worked. And Arthur yes. Fleck, a.k.a. Yeah.
1: Joker, makes yeah. sure that he tells him that as well. He's yeah. like, you were really nice to me. Yeah. And he lets him fucking go. Yeah. So I really appreciated every single bit of that. And I even saw a bunch of memes that, that were like... It was somebody who's like reluctantly like smiling to somebody. And it's like after you've talked to that, that silent person, the Monday after you see the Joker, <laughs> and it's like, yep, 100% yeah. this scene is what came to mind when I thought of that. But yeah, you're a thousand yeah. fucking percent, right? That's exactly it. And that is probably the most Joker he is from what everybody else knows as the Joker. Agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Even
1: more than the ending scenes scene. Yes, when he's, yes okay. I agree.
0: Like, to me, like, that point, like, that's him becoming, like, the leader of, like, his henchmen and all that, which is very much true to Joker, but that's not, like, as a character, like, interacting with people. Like, like that's not who he is, necessarily. Like, w- what we saw in that scene is the person that the person that we know that terrorizes Gotham. The, the person that plagues Batman. Like, in that scene, like, that t- that's who he was.
1: Uh, to a degree, yeah, I, I can see that. But at the same time, this is a Joker who is... We watched this person, and we haven't really talked about this, but it's, it is just a, a person's slow descent into madness and anger and sadness. And
0: cosmetology.
1: Uh, probably. And <laughs> are you talking about, uh, were they mixed drinks?
0: Uh, not not mixology. Cosmetology is makeup and putting on uh, a beauty product. I think he's both. Yeah, yeah. I think he's both a mixologist
1: yeah. and a cosmetologist. That was his
0: backup backup plan stamp comedy didn't work.
1: Uh, my one of my big issues with this movie is anytime it starts to actually go crazy, and you start to see the Joker, it pulls back the reins
0: until the very end. But yeah, I agree with you. I did love to like there are like hints of it though. Like whenever like yes, there, when, there's a ton whenever you hints. see like like the notes he scribbles, like watching stand comedy trying like taking notes of his own craft, he's like writing down like all the wrong things. Like he writes down like slicked back hair and stuff like that too, as in, like as if that is what makes a comedian. Yeah, he doesn't understand uh, at that point. What is funny So I think here's a big question in the film Do you think he killed Desi Beats's character And her daughter
1: I have that written down as well And my answer to you is yes
0: Yeah optimistically I want to say No because like It, it, it depends it, it all depends if you think his transformation Began with killing her Or afterward by killing his coworker. It happened in one of those spots either way Yeah so. absolutely
1: and I, I think it began With killing her uh, I but really i really how did you it feel came. about
0: that reveal that uh that she was never really there the entire time
1: I can't say I didn't expect it uh I, because they they had already teased it yeah earlier in the film what was the, what was the moment where they teased it I can't remember
0: well they, they they saw each other in the elevator and they did the she did the finger guns to the head yeah uh motion she's in the hallway but then we saw them together and we saw them uh and then she came to his door and asked him a question about going to a show, but every scene after that she's in, she, she doesn't really say anything.
1: Well, yeah, they, they had that moment where she was like, are you following me? And he was yeah. like, yeah. And I was yeah. like, after, after they had a yeah. reveal where there was a scene that was just inside his head, I was like, yeah, yeah. no, I don't, I don't think this is, this is at all accurate. That scene was
0: really creepy though, too. The one where he's imagining himself on the Murray show. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh my God. That was fucking horrifying. Yeah. That was, I think where it, right, right, like the unsettling of of the whole thing really set in but when he is in her apartment and she's that's, like, yeah god that's yeah. that's the moment to me where i was like this dude is fucking snapped do you think he killed his mom
0: yes 100%, 100%. i'm not
1: 100% sure but he might have
0: yeah i uh, i think he did i think that was all him
1: uh do wh- you think he is the joker
0: uh i i when i after i watched it i would say he's more mr freeze
1: uh or Bane, one of the two.
0: He just didn't have the accent. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I don't think he is the Joker. Uh, he is not the Joker to me.
0: So you're saying that the Joker to you stars on True TV and there's four of them. And they have new episodes every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Do you think that he killed Murray?
0: Uh Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is the one that, if I know for sure he killed anybody, yeah, he fucking killed that yeah. dude.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think he nailed it. What uh, was I going to say? Uh, so, what do you think of the final act with him going on the Murray Show oh, and full clown God. makeup? Uh, we get a—I know you loved it because I know I loved it—with Mark Maron being in the film randomly, even yeah, only okay. for a few seconds. I was, I was like, like, hey, "I'm on board with this." You only had like yeah. four lines. I'm like 100% okay with that.
1: I smiled like a fucking dum-dum <laughs> oh, oh. immediately.
0: Whenever he was like losing his mind, like on the show, but like hadn't like done like his ultimate act, and you saw like Maron in the background. I—I I wanted for Marin character just like slink away. Like that's what I was hoping <laughs> to see. To see that did not happen. <laughs>
1: That would have been fucking great. Um, I I honestly think that that scene is the culmination of a lot of different stuff, but it's still not the best Joker moment in the film. It is
0: a great scene though. Like as a whole, like it might be like the best scene like in the movie. Just be, the acting between De Niro and Phoenix. As uh, as far
1: as acting is concerned, yes. Yeah, because as far as writing is concerned, and what and what Joaquin says in that moment. I don't, I don't. know. Love it.
0: He had a great joke. He killed it with with his knock knock joke, uh, and the police sure. officer at the door.
1: Uh, I mean, and he killed it with the dancing yeah. going in. Yeah. But I think the best Joker moment was was him with Zazzy Beats okay. because you had seen that relationship thrive, yeah. and this was the one person that stood by his side who clearly wasn't actually standing by his fucking side.
0: So, what do you think of the actual ending? Like post, like him, like being arrested, being freed from the cop car. But him being in the asylum, I didn't know right away that this was at the very end of the film. Like, I don't know if this this took place before all this happened or if it took place so after it he's happened. In
1: the asylum, and he kills the person who he is. Yes, that's what, that from.
0: that's when I thought it took place afterwards. Whenever we see him walk away, and you see the bloody footprints in the hallway.
1: That was such a great touch.
0: That that was that was a great way to. Because I kept wondering, I was I was like, how do you end this film? Like like like, what is the best place to end it at?
1: And then they're running around, which is. Is very Charlie Chaplin-esque. And we see a a clip from Modern Times and stuff.
0: But it's also, too, like, it goes against, like, who Arthur was. Like, Arthur would have just gotten caught and resigned himself, like, being caught. Yeah. The Joker will not just, like, be caught uh, without putting up a fight.
1: I didn't think it was real. Yeah. I didn't. I think that was in his head. Uh, 10,000%. And and everybody's got to have a different opinion of of this. Which is one of the really cool parts about this fucking movie. Is it's such a great film. Yeah. To me, it is not a comic book. I don't know how you feel about that and my take on this, but to me it is not a the Joker film, it is a Joker film with a cameo by Bruce Wayne.
0: I think it is a hundred percent comic book film because anytime I see that damn alley scene with his parents being shot by Joe Chill, then it's a comic book film every every sense of the way.
1: What do you think about that scene?
0: Uh I was okay with it. Like like I didn't hate it. Like I didn't hate it. Like and like I liked like the mirroring that like the night that the Joker was born was the same night that, that Batman was born, uh, and then since that Joker created Batman, it was his actions that created his archenemy. I don't like uh, that so much. So like uh, I don't like that fact of the matter. Uh, I I thought that was like a nice touch and like a nice mirroring, uh, but really, uh, I know like I know come after the Oscars if this doesn't win stuff. You and I will be upset, just as upset we were when Teen Titans Go to the Movies didn't win Best Picture last year. Yeah, that was so, just
1: you, bud. Um, uh,
0: so, hopefully, just you. so hopefully they get, even though I wouldn't, if I was giving out awards this year, this probably wouldn't be my Best Picture of the Year, even for comic book films. But we'll talk about that later uh, at the Honor Year End podcast. God damn
1: goddamn right we will. I'm not sure I have a whole lot else to say about this film. It is a fantastic film. Uh, to me, it is not a a big comic book film. I
0: wouldn't say it's a highly like rewatchable film either. Like it, it is a great film, but but not one where you can just like sit down and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch Joker."
1: Uh, it's really funny that you that you read that or that you said that. Uh, go ahead and read out loud what I wrote here.
0: Uh, Matt wrote rewatchability for me is next to zero.
1: I can rewatch it maybe one more time. Yeah, I, I don't with, think that with, this is a film that I'm going to be like with some time uh, apart yeah.
0: between as well.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even after all the Oscar wins it gets, it's probably two to three or four years down the line and maybe one more time after that. Yeah.
0: Expected to be a big Halloween costume this year.
1: Oh, I I thought that so many times throughout the film. I was like, there is going to be so many fucking dumb, dumb jokers.
0: Yeah. Okay. So have anything else you want to say before we get to ratings?
1: Uh, I was about to say, let's, let's talk to the ratings. All right.
0: On a scale of one to 10, how'd you rate the film?
1: On a scale of a comic book film on one to 10, I would give it a seven. On a scale of a movie on one to 10, I'd give it a nine and a half.
0: My scale is the same for both those metrics. So I give it an eight. Uh, so, or basically, we're we're about split. Uh, like, I, I meet you in the middle I'd say for, that's from. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Fair uh, I do think anyone but children, obviously, should go see this film. Uh, Bringing t- tiny
1: children to jail. Yeah, they need I to mean, know, about, they need know
0: about what Gotham was like in 81. <laughs> uh, it's not in our history books for some reason. Yep. There's been zero documentaries made about it.
1: I did uh, about Michael Bloomberg, really. Yeah,
0: I mean, and of course, how <laughs> Bloomberg led to Elliot Spitzer and the New York government race <laughs> and his scandal, but uh, that's for another podcast. But as Matt talked about earlier, next week we're going to be talking about his trip to New York Comic Con, and we'll be talking about uh, some of the number ones he picked up that were exclusive there at the con. Absolutely. And those. Uh, but for, as always, you can email us at henchmanacomics at gmail.com.
1: Uh, we post things on Instagram and Facebook on occasion, so like those and subscribe and download our podcast.
0: For the Henchmen of Comics, I'm Alex
1: Ashback, And I'm Uneasy Even Still.
0: Hinch It Ain't Easy.